The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. It's just gone exactly 18 minutes past five. Joining us on the line are Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel. Oh, who said what? Who was saying what? Who was supposed to have said what? Who met with who? Rolene, hi, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us. Looking forward to unpacking this issue. Before we get into that, just some breaking news. A border mm-hmm. police officer was wounded during a terror attack at the Argaman Junction in the Jordan Valley, and the terrorist was neutralized. So that news is a, uh, a terror attack mm-hmm. just minutes ago. Okay, so <laughs> let me put it to you this way. What on earth happened with potential overall agreements last night? What was going on? As soon as you know, can you let all the rest of us know? (laughs) All we know is there has been some uh, incredible to-wing and fro-wing, and and, and there was news breaking around about uh, this time last night that some kind of um, agreement had been reached, or at least brokered, by the president with regards to the controversial judicial overhaul. So news broke that apparently there was a proposal that called for an 18-month freeze to the overhaul and a softening on the language around the reasonableness clause. Now, uh, one uh, would be hopeful that something positive would come out of this. Sadly, we were wrong. Everybody um, rejected it. The coalition rejected it. The opposition rejected it. And uh, basically, we're back to square one, which has prompted the president today to call on Israeli political leaders to show some responsibility and reach a deal. Mm. He says that, and I'm going to be, I'm going to quote you directly from the president, and, and this is while he was meeting with the Jewish community in Austria. He is there on a state visit. He said, Israel is facing a deep crisis that dramatically affects our lives, affects our security, affects our economy, affects our society, affects our human behavior. There are moments in crises of this type when leadership is required to take advantage of the rare opportunity to reach out and reach agreement. This is one of these moments. Mm. It is necessary to come together for broad understandings. It is possible. This is not about a schedule, neither of a court nor of the Knesset. It is about reality, and reality requires making huge efforts to reach agreement. Well, nobody seemed to get the memo, Michael, Mm -hmm. because it was roundly rejected. I'll just go through some of the rejections. Yarid Levy, the Justice Minister, said it is impossible to agree to the new compromise proposed. Benny Gantz, the chairman of the National Unity Party, said that he's pessimistic. He says that Netanyahu does not know how to push through a compromise and does not have the power to, to stop. The Likud said absolutely no agreement has been reached. Yair Lapid, the leader of the opposition and chairman of the Yesh Atif faction, said that no negotiations have been taking place. Bibi Netanyahu wants his invite to the White House, and that's why he's here. Mm. He says there are... And Itamar Ben-Gavir, 
chairman of Otsme Yehudik, the far-right party, said absolutely no compromise with the opposition. So basically what they can all agree on is that there's absolutely no agreement. So that's it. So, uh, okay, so it's like a status quo. Am I understanding this right, Rolene, that uh, this is where we stand at the moment? We'll, compete, we'll continue to bicker and argue and carry on with each other, irrespective of what the president said, what you mentioned earlier on, about getting together and given the fact that we're approaching the high holidays, at least show some spirit and get the salt. Well, this is what we hope. I mean, mm. we have had some very, very strong uh, comments coming from the National Security Minister, Itamar Ben-Gavir, who says that his MKs will vote against any sur- surrender which comes up for a vote. Now, this is not a surrender. This is a, a compromise. And mm. his uh, partner from the far-right religious Zionism party, which basically joins together with him, Betzal Smoch, says... Um, that he would not consider a surrender by the majority an extreme minority willing to burn everything down. Now, just as a point of interest, the combined votes that constitute the coalition are 48.4% of Mm. the votes that came in. So that is not a clear majority. One wonders what headlines we're going to be discussing tomorrow, Rolene. Who's going to say what once again? One wonders indeed. (laughs) No, that's how we're going along so far on the show during the course of the week up until now, isn't it? But anyway, let's see how this turns out. Who's going to agree to what? Who's going to say what next? Let's move on to Israelis showing solidarity with Iranian women in September. Take us through that. Well, this is uh, an amazing event. Uh, I think if you recall, on September the 16th last year, Masa Amini, a 22-year-old woman from Kurdistan, was arrested by the Iranian police. This is the so-called morality police. They said that she was not wearing her hijab. This is the traditional uh, Muslim head covering for women appropriately. Now, uh, events are unclear, but she died in police custody. Uh, Iranian police said that she became ill and slipped into a coma. The general consensus is something nefarious happened, and she uh, she died as a result of possible police brutality. Mm. Now, Israeli women led by grassroots pro uh, Iran pro Israel activists are embarking on a campaign which I really urge all of you to join. It's called hashtag Israelis love Iranians. You don't have to be Israeli. You don't even have to be a woman to to participate. And uh, major, major organizations will be participating in this, showing their support for uh, Iranian women. This is uh, for the month of September and specifically on the 16th of September Mm -hmm. to coincide. Now, we know that the 16th of September is Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year. So this is why this campaign will run for the whole of September. And some of the organizations taking place are organizations like Stand With Us, WITSA, the Women's International Zionist Organization, the Tel Aviv, Institutes the Arab-Israeli organization together vouch for each other. Mm. Um, camera, uh, the, which is the Committee for Accuracy in Middle East Reporting. Individuals taking place are Israeli Olympic uh, wrestler Sagi Muki, MMA fighter Natan Levy, Israeli model Orin Julie. Uh, we have the creators of Fauda, Avi Zakharov. We have Yosef Haddad. Uh, we have uh, the Israeli ambassador to the United Nations, Gilad Erdad, 
just to to uh, quote the chairperson of World Wheatso, uh, she has said, this is Anita Friedman, has said, Wheatso is proud to stand with our Iranian sisters throughout our 103-year history of, make, of advocating for the rights of women and children. We have campaigned for women to have equal rights, for their voices to be heard, their basic human rights respected, and to be free of the gender-based violence they endure regularly as the result of a brutal regime. I'm proud that Israel's foremost women's organization uh, will honor Masa Amini and the women of Iran defiant against the erosion of their rights Women, life, freedom. Looks like all systems go on that initiative, Rolene. Yeah, wish it all the best. And uh, yes, as you, your call, as you rightly called out, um, yeah, it's not just about women. It's not just not not just about Israelis or Iranian. Anyone can join in with this initiative, taking it forward to show support for Iranian women in the. Republic of Iran. Right, let's uh, let's just uh, somber down the mood a bit and uh, reflect on the Munich massacre. Well. If you recall those infamous words said 51 years ago, Mm. they are all gone. Uh, This was Jim Mackay reporting for ABC News. I think the world came to a standstill to watch the horrific situation unfold in Munich Mm -hmm. during the 1972 Olympics. Now, just decades before that, Germany was host to the Olympics, and, of course, Jews were not allowed to compete. Uh, This was uh, during the, the Nazi reign. And Germany and, and, and Munich being a place where Jews just decades before were marked for extermination. And in 1972, 11 Israeli athletes and, and coaches were brutally held hostage, tortured and then murdered. By Black September, terrorists, these were Palestinian terrorists wanting the release of Palestinians being held in Israeli jails. These were Palestinian terrorists being held in Israeli jails. And the world watched the tragic events unfold. And uh, it was a huge, huge disaster created by German police at the time who refused Israeli help. And I just want to read through the names of the the victims. These are the Israeli uh, sportsmen and and coaches uh, from the Israeli fencing and wrestling teams. Andre Spitzer, Yosef Gottfreund, Zeev Friedman. Mark Slavin, David Berger, Kehat Shore, Eliezer Halfen, Amitsul Shapira, Moshe Weinberg, Yosef Romano, and Jakob Springer. May their memories be eternally blessed. And I think, uh, Michael, mm-hmm. uh, many people will recall Golda Meir was the Prime Minister at the time. She gave the green light to a Mossad operation, which would see yes. Mossad agents uh, traveling the world to bring those responsible for the attack to justice. Right, and if I recall, Steven Spielberg made the movie Munich to commemorate, uh, rather in honor of that uh, situation. Am I correct, Rowling? Is my memory good? Yeah. <laughs> You are absolutely right. correct, Steven Spiel, uh, Spielberg put to, uh, or, or directed and produced the movie Munich Story, Eric Banner That's uh, right. playing a Mossad agent and uh, right. Eric Banner, tracing yeah. a, a, and catching the and eliminating yeah. the terrorists responsible. 
Rolling on that fitting tribute, we have to say goodbye once again. Thank you so much for bringing us up to speed with what's happening in Israel at the moment. Rolling Marks, our correspondent from Israel, giving us an update as to who's saying what, as we mentioned at the beginning, well, what we touched on at the beginning of the interview, who said what and who didn't say what and who didn't meet and met regarding this potential overall uh, agreement regarding judicial reform. Wow, this is really stirring things up in that part of the world.